three, two, one. Okay, everybody. Welcome to Divi Chat. Which episode are we on, guys? 13 or 14? Ooh, 13. <laughs> 13. 13. 13. Lucky 13. As you can tell, it's a very special episode tonight. Uh, we have another birthday in the house. What's the odds of that? <laughs> Two birthdays in one month falling right on Divi Chat episode. So tonight's topic is going to be how to get clients. And we're going to try to hold a straight face and hopefully you'll have quite a few takeaways. We've got an amazing audience tonight. As you can tell, we've got a full house and I cannot wait to hear what everybody has to say. But before we do that, everybody. So Mr. David Elster, we're going to start off with you. Sure. Uh, my name is David Elster. I'm a WordPress and Divi developer, and um, these days you can find me in a, a, basically every Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, Dave. No pressure. <laughs> Even those about cattle rustling. <laughs> All right. We're glad you're here, David. Gino. Hey, everyone. Gino Quiroz here, coming at you from Monterey, California. I'm the founder of Monterey Premier. You can connect with me on Twitter and Facebook at G-E-N-O-Q. Fantastic, Gino. I just have one question. How in the world are those sunglasses on your face? There are no <laughs> sidebars to them. <laughs> Hi, Leslie. Hi, I'm Leslie Burnell of A Girl in Her Mac, um, and you can find me at uh, on Facebook and Twitter at A Girl in Her Mac. Fantastic. Hi, Shannon. Hey, I'm Shannon with Purple Finch Studios. You can find me on Facebook at Purple Finch Studios. My glasses, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get me a pair of those. Hello, SJ. Hello, mate. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm SJ James. You can find me at Divi Space and also in every Facebook group. Um, and also, if you're ever in England, in, in the local, which is what we call the pub. Awesome. <laughs> right on. All here. Hi, Tammy. Oh, me? Um, that would be me. I'm Tammy Heaton. I own a little agency called Undeniable in St. Louis, and you can find me at undeniable.co. Fantastic. Thanks, Tammy. Hi, Terry. Hi, guys. This is Terry, creator, co-founder, uh, CEO, window washer at Mizagorn Inc. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, uh, using at Mizagorn. But don't look at my website unless you want to know what I did two years ago that's not even relevant anymore. <laughs> Fantastic. Glad you're here, Terry. Hi, Tim. Hey, everyone. Tim Streifler here. You can find me at divilife.com and timstreifler.com. And, Terry, you said for people not to look at your website. I actually looked at your website today because I referred someone to you. Um, so, so I throw that out there. Um, no wonder I hadn't heard from him. <laughs> um, and you guys That's probably cool. noticed I'm the only one not wearing a fun party hat. And I just want everyone to know it's not because I'm a party pooper. I'm having technical difficulties and it's not letting me. Really lame. I know. <laughs> We'll forgive you this time. I should get a real party hat. Sounds like an excuse there, Tim. <laughs> I don't Blame think so, the Tim. Internet. <laughs> like you don't own any hats? Come on. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, my name is David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios. And you can find 
me on Twitter, Facebook, and lots of the Facebook groups as well. You can, David W. Blackman is my personal, and at Aspen Grove LLC is our business. <clears throat> Tonight's topic, how to get clients. And I am the birthday boy, so I know everybody's Happy wondering. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Woo-hoo! Everybody's probably wondering who the birthday boy is, and it would be me. <clears throat> I was born 29 years ago tonight. <laughs> I probably can't get away with that with all these gray beards, but um, I'm really looking forward to the, to the topic tonight. This is a, an, an important one to every successful WordPress business or business period is generating revenue. How do you find these clients to bring in um, revenue into your business and stuff? So I'm really excited to hear from this, this panel of guests that we have tonight because there's a lot of really valuable, um, successful people here in the WordPress world that we're going to get to hear these wisdom nuggets of wisdom. So I'm going to turn it over to the panel and uh, let you guys go at it. I'll jump in. Um, one of the things that I think is really important and is often overlooked is personal branding. I think uh, with uh, our success, is, it, it has had a lot to do with uh, people getting comfortable and getting to know us before even calling us. And, and so part of that has been in our blogs and uh, uh, getting information out there, our personality out there, but also in our business website. Um, I think it's really important that your business website should say a lot about you, um, in, in not just in words, but in the layout, in the design, you know, that it, it, it can be unique. It can um, just somehow convey who you are, that the, the um, person watching, watch looking at your website would get to know who you are, feel comfortable with you, because I think that's uh, very important when getting clients. There's a lot of things we're all going to talk about. I think um, branding is, is, is very huge. You can network, you can call, but when they actually come to your site, unless you're super genius talented like Terry Hale, you can have a five-year-old website and still get tons of clients. <laughs> but for everybody else out there, I think that's... You said two, not five. <laughs> okay, two. Two. <laughs> but thanks. But yeah, that's, I think that's one thing that's uh, often overlooked but very important when trying to land new clients. Right on. I like Absolutely. that. I guess it depends on the phase of, of where your company is. If it's a brand new company that's starting out, they're going to do different things to get clients as opposed to a, a company that's been around for a while. And then eventually you'll get to the point where people will just start coming to you and you won't have to do the things that you did when you're starting out and stuff. And um, I would imagine some of the new people are, are wondering, you know, I'm brand new. I'm new in web design. You know, what do I do to get clients? How, what's the right step to take? And self, I when I started, that. go when, ahead, Terry. After you're yeah. done, after you're done, no, 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 I want to hear what you have to say. Go ahead. Okay, this is the way that I have done it the whole time. But talking about getting new clients, if you're just started, and I was typing notes during our uh, intro here, the way I got started was I started helping in the WordPress.org support forums. Um, we've talked about this before, but I was just doing stuff part-time, and it was finally I got a couple of clients from doing that. They came to me. I wasn't looking for work. But that's what made me decide to go full-time. And then after that, you start helping in the Divi Facebook groups. Um, after that, 
you uh, share what you've learned with other people by writing great tutorials and then you create great products that people talk about now some of you are probably going to talk about cold calling later that's not for me it works for some people but that's why I feel haven't from that I started in the 80s and 90s because I don't do cold calling <laughs> network marketing yeah anyway that's for a new person for me that's you you do need to get yourself out there do you know had a great point about creating a, a brand a, a, a presence you just look at it oh that that's so cute or you, you you'll attract certain people based on what your site looks like but uh yeah just do it do it good and keep doing it and help the community people will start coming to <laughs> I, I I lost my signal for a second there. Okay. I th I think we all did. Okay, okay. I'll talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Terry brings up some some very valid points, and it's it's no different whether you're doing it in person or online with tutorials. I think WordPress.org, getting in the forums, being helpful, getting in Facebook groups, being helpful. Uh, definitely will attract people to you. They, they're just very attracted to helpful people. But on a local level, for me, in the beginning, part of my being helpful was reaching out to nonprofits or small businesses that really couldn't afford websites. And I decided to do a few pro bono sites to get some, some work into my portfolio and stuff so that I could show people that I actually built websites for other businesses and stuff. And they don't know whether or not you, this was a paying client or if this was a free website. And I know some people say, don't do that. And, um, you know, that's just my experience. I found out that it, that it did help me in the beginning, in the very beginning, having a few clients in my portfolio that people could call if they wanted to, to as a reference. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I wanted to jump in there just because I don't have a whole lot to say about how I find clients now. Um, uh, I've, I've been able to build up kind of what Gino was talking about, a, a bit of a brand for myself. So thankfully, you know, I'm blessed. I don't have to try too hard to look for it. But in the beginning, before I found any online communities, no Facebook, no, um, uh, I had found elegant themes, but I wasn't part of any, um, you know, any kind of group or anything. Um, and I started locally. And I didn't do cold calls, but I did one cold email, I guess you would call it. I saw the logo of a local farmer's market. And um, I just liked it so much. I wasn't trying to get work or anything. I just wanted to see their websites. I was like, well, if, if their logo's that good, I'm curious to what their website looks like. And I recognized that it was um, Chameleon, one of ET's prior, you know, pre-Divi days. Uh, I noticed, I recognized the theme, but I also saw that, I was like, well, that doesn't look like it should be like that. You know, like it looked broken or something. So I emailed um, the woman and she, she got back in touch. I really didn't expect her to, but I was like, you know, basically, hey, I know this theme. I see you have some issues. Um, if you ever want somebody to fix it, um, you know, get in touch with me. And we hit it off. She became my friend. We're still friends. And she was the, um, what's it called? Like the, she, she led the farmer's market. So she was like in charge or whatever. So it was like in a network of vendors who I, I got, you know, some hired me and I found it was like just work sitting there. Um, so I got to design some of, I think like five or six clients, but that was just a real, 
a stroke of luck, really, but that's something that people could try. Those types of businesses where it's sort of um, a cluster of businesses, maybe like a, your local chamber of commerce or something like that. Um, nowadays, you can go to local meetup groups where small businesses um, come together, you know, just discuss local economy, whatever. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, so things like that um, can look to if you're starting out locally. And uh, same as David, I did some nonprofit. I did some free stuff because... I sure as hell wasn't good enough to charge. Um, so, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's how I first got work and it, it snowballed from there. So it was awesome. Yeah. Good tips. That's exactly how I got started too. For me, it was in uh, the nonprofits and churches, uh, ministries and stuff. Cause I had a solid network of people from different churches that I did accounting for. So that helped kind of snowball too. Um, good points. I like to go out and find clients personally. Like I carry a notebook with me everywhere that I go and I just, I'm constantly looking. And for me, it's a matter of building my business in the direction I want it to go. Like I feel very random when it's just referrals coming in and, and I get some really cool projects that way. Like by all means, like some awesome stuff has come in that way. But when I go out and find the people I want to work with, I can build my direction you know, where I want it to go. And then I feel like I have a bigger strategy and a bigger plan to kind of drive the car to a specific place. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to, at some point when, when it kind of lulls down, going to talk about some, some really good ideas. If you're a new business recommendations that I wish I would have done a little bit different, um, that I would do different today than I did, uh, in the beginning and stuff, but we've got some fabulous people. Like what do they do over there in the UK? Mr. SJ. James, <laughs> you know, we do this thing. Well, in general, British people are terrible at talking to strangers. But if you're trying to grow a business, then you need to get really good at talking to strangers. You should talk to people everywhere you go. You should constantly be telling people what you do. You should be talking about your business more than your kids. That's how much you should be talking about it, you know. And it should be if you're in a cab or a taxi. You know, you need to be talking to the driver about what it is you do because chances are they've got a side business or something else that they're interested in or they've got a friend that needs a website. And this is how things happen. I was in a, I was in a taxi the other day. I started talking to this guy. It turns out actually he's a fitness instructor and he's doing, you know, taxiing to make up money through Uber. So that's a perfect example of a project that's, you know, lined up for February. Um, if you're not good at talking to strangers, then you need to practice at it. It's the same as if you're not good at anything, you need to practice at it. So get used to going to events, not necessarily, you know, WordPress events or web design events, but just going to places where lots of people are, where you can bounce from one person to the other. It's the same as if you're not good at talking to girls, go to a place with lots of girls so you can bomb out <laughs> nine times and still get business on the tenth, you know? You need to go go somewhere where you can talk to lots of people at one time so you can you can start to finesse yeah. um, your technique and start to work at something until it works and once it works you know it works and you can pull it out wherever you are whether it's yeah. a church in the pub in the back of a cab pull you've out your business a, card a, a 60 second spiel. <laughs> yeah you've got a 60 second pitch <laughs> that you can you can deliver and say well this is me if you ever need me, here I am. And you'd be surprised at the difference that could make to your business. You'd be surprised at how many calls you get from people going, oh, yeah, do you, I don't know if you remember me, but we met here or here or here. And could you do, could you do this for me? The first three sites I made as, as my own business, 
um, all three of them came that way of just talking to strangers. So yeah. Yeah, I will yeah, say I will make one recommendation. If you're in the dentist chair and underneath anesthesia, <laughs> be careful because we got a call the other day and the client's like, "Oh, I want to talk to you about the website," and I'm like. We haven't talked yet, and Corey was in the dentist chair, <laughs> and he must have been on the on the Novocaine or something, <laughs> and he really, you know, was like, "Oh, I forgot about that one." So don't do it in the dentist chair. <laughs> so I have a I have a totally different, if you don't mind, just to piggyback on SJ's. Like he was talking yeah. about not being able to talk. I don't sell anything. I don't want to sell anything ever. So I've partnered with somebody who can sell ice to you know people who live. In, in Alaska on, you know, she's That's great nice. at it. So I, I didn't want to use that one because that one's a little, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so she can sell, she's not, she's not technical in any way, shape or form. Um, and she knows that, but she's a good salesperson and she has learned enough. And um, the opportunities that we have in front of us are, are big because of her ability to to do what SJ I, I don't like meeting people and I don't like talking to people because I get really nervous and I'm kind of geeky so first for those of us out there who are not like the people that want to go out and meet and and sell and and pull it out in the back of the taxi cab and you know give your card out all the time hire somebody who who is because you'll get do what you do well um, for us that's really what's worked is I do what I do well and the rest of my team we all have our roles, so that's always an option. Um, I think some people are afraid to to say that they are just not good salespeople. Um, and and for me, like showing up in the groups is even difficult, you know. So um, have somebody else do it for you. And I think that speaks to a wider rule of thumb in business when you're working for yourself as well. In that you need to find people that can fill in your gaps. If yep. there are things that you're not good at, whether it's speaking to other people, whether it's back-end development stuff, whether it's you're good at the back-end and you can't do the front-end, you need to find the people that can fill in these gaps so that because the client will think that you can do all of these things. He'll think you're the salesman, the back-end, the front-end, and everything else in between. If you're not, then you need to fill in these gaps with other people. Um, if you are a good talker, then you'll find these people easily. And if you're not, then the groups are a good place to be because you'll you'll fall over these people. You know, there's lots of people there that can can help you build out and flesh out your business. Absolutely. Yep. We should like probably to, uh, say what the groups are because maybe not everybody in here knows about the Facebook <laughs> groups. <laughs> yeah, we will put some uh, put some links in the show notes of the. We're specifically, you know, we're Divi Chat, so our Facebook groups that we frequent are Divi Facebook groups. And we, we've probably linked them on a couple of episodes, but we'll make sure that those are definitely in the show notes as well. Um, David, you were starting to say something there, my friend. Yeah, I started out um, doing the hard sales thing. I'm a, I'm a cold caller at heart. I love doing it, even though I don't like talking to people. I don't mind calling people up. I like, I like that you get your answer quick. I'm a, I'm a short guy, you know. Um, I'm like, look, I do this. Do you want it or not? No. Okay. <laughs> I want you to say no to me. Um, so, uh, but now nowadays I don't have to do that as much. Um, I'm kind of swamped. So I do more of the Terry Hale thing. Uh, but I just wanted to point out that um, the SJ thing and the Terry Hale thing, t the Terry's thing is SJ's thing for people who don't like SJ's thing. If you don't want to um, go talk to people in person, then putting yourself out there on forums and uh, in help groups and stuff, it's the same thing. You just 
get to type at people instead of have to stare into their eyes while they talk to you, right? So, of course, like, referrals are, are the best. Uh, it's always great when you don't have to do the work. But um, putting yourself out there like that and talking to people, however you do it, online or in person, it kind of um, – if you listen to, if you go back and listen to what everyone said, you kind of are building referrals for yourself. These people come come back um, after you've talked to them because you've talked to them. So, so uh, I think that's uh, like a, a great way to get leads. But um, I, I think you guys are really uh, uh, underselling the cold calling thing. It's amazing. Yeah, we're doing it this week. We're in the middle of, of cold calling this week. We're doing. I've actually gone the other direction of hiring someone to do sales. I've hired other people to do the rest of my work so I can focus on sales. And that's what we're doing all week. Well, not all week, but most of the week, that's what we're doing. Do you know what I find my biggest problem is with cold calling and or speaking to people in person is that I get nervous and then I start to agree to everything. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, of course I can do that. They're like, so we need like a site like IBM that's got this infrastructure and, and I'm like... <laughs> I did one yesterday. You know, of course I can do that. When you come away and you go, what was I saying? Oh, my God. And then you play it back in your mind. You go, okay, so now I've got to find some people to, to kind of do this with me because I'm quite good at selling. And then I'll realize that I was, I was always taught sell it first and then work out how you can do it later. Oh, my gosh. So... <laughs> A lot of times, it comes back to me having to go, oh, crap, you know, I've just agreed to do something that's completely outside of my wheelhouse, which, again, is where it comes in handy having a network. So you don't have to do podcasts with your network. You don't have to kind of all be involved and wear hats. But you can should have a, a network of people that are both below you and above you in terms of technical ability so that Absolutely. you can go, right, okay, either – I'm not interested in that or it's not enough money to, to kind of get me up in the morning, in which case that goes down to someone, the person you were two years ago, or, you know, that's a bit beyond me. And then you pass it on to the person you hope to be two years from now. And then, you know, that helps you get there a little bit quicker. So that comes back to the whole networking thing as well. Absolutely. I don't, I don't I want to turn this into like a cold calling, uh, cold calling training thing, but I wanted to um, kind of step in and, and, uh, how to combat that because that is something that I did at first too. <clears throat> I never commit to anything but a, but scheduling the next phone call in one call. That, it won't happen. So you just go, hey, can I have five minutes to tell you what I do? And then we talk for 30 minutes. And then you schedule a call and then you talk 30 minutes. And then that's your discovery phase. And then you, oh, well, let, let's schedule another call and an email. And then you, because I'm not a, I'm not much of a talker, you know, so uh, all the, the business stuff goes into email. Um, you, if you are new at cold calling, you will absolutely oversell yourself. Um, and you'll regret it very quickly. Uh oh, yeah. Tim, I've got the spotlight on you. <laughs> I'm never good at these cause I'm, my personality is, um, I don't like interrupting. And so every time someone will go to talk, I'll be like, oh, okay, it's not my turn yet. And so I'll, I'll just wait to be called on. Um, okay, I'm, I'm comfortable with interrupting and I'll throw you in. Uh, well, for me, I'm a firm believer in, in terms of getting new clients. I'm a firm believer that um, people want to hire people that they know and trust or someone that they know and trust knows and trusts. <laughs> Try to say that five times fast. Um, and so with that, I think 
the people that you already know, or at least for people starting out, uh, can be your first clients. Like when I started out, I made sure that everyone I knew knew what I was doing. So whether that was you know my close friends, you know, telling them in person or text or whatever, and then social media connections, making sure everyone knew what I was doing. Um, but not to be confused with over self promotion on social media, which everyone has witnessed, and it's ugly and annoying. Uh, so don't over promote yourself. But um, and so when everyone I knew was familiar with what I was doing, then when they needed a website or someone that they knew needed a website, I was the first person that came to mind. And so that's again the power of, of social media marketing is you know kind of constantly like putting out those little feelers saying, hey, look at this website I just did. Um, and it's reminding people, keeping yourself at top of mind when they do need a website or someone that they knows needs a website. Um, and that kind of goes along with, with what Gina was saying with personal branding and, and representing yourself because that all kind of comes back to um, letting people get to know you and building that trust. And so the more that someone knows you and trusts you, the more likely they want to hire you. Um, and, and that's from my experience, at least. All right, Tim, let me add on to that. Let's say you do have a client list. What about uh, just monthly, semi-monthly uh, emails going, uh, okay, uh, refer, send us some business and we'll give you a, a commission, something like that. How does that work for y'all as far as getting new clients? I've never done that, but that's a really good idea. I've done it. I've done, I've given three or four, like a hundred buck gift certificate. It works. Yeah, one, one of the things I was gonna chime in, it kind of relates to that question was, um, if you're targeting new customers, one of the areas that kind of I didn't, I, came, I stumbled across by accident was offering our services as a developer designer to companies that don't do it, but do similar things like IT. There's tons of PC repair companies out there and they're going into businesses. They're doing all kinds of IT stuff. They have relationships and clients come go to them and say, hey, how would you like to partner on web design? We can do white label services for you. One of the best things about being able to work with marketing agencies and, and IT companies, and there's a lot of mom and pop IT companies out there that would love to offer that service or have been asked to do that service. And uh, so, you know, reaching out to them uh, is great because they take care of the clients, they have the relationships. I got on one call today with a, a client, uh, with a white label client and their client, and it was wonderful. He trusted me enough to show her my website. And so after our long talk, she was like, do you really look like that character on your website? I just got to know because you sound like it. And it was so it was great, you know. And uh, so she already felt like she knew me. She knew that she was going through somebody she trusts and that he was I was working for him. And it's fantastic. It surprises me how easy that it's working out. There's a way you can do that on cold calling also because I do think um, – like nobody's gonna buy anything from you if they don't know you. It's never gonna happen. So the thing that you want to do if you're cold calling is you call them and you offer them something, you educate them, you get you have a conversation. And if you can like develop a relationship over the course of 30 minutes or an hour, then they start to feel like they know you. And then you're getting down the road where, you know, if they have needs, they'll actually buy something from you. But like just picking up the phone and calling someone and going, Hey, do you need a website? They're gonna be like, No click 
it, you know, it, it's a lot easier to sell when people know you. That's me when I try to hit the restaurants around here. I go, you know what? And I'll tell them what's wrong with their website and all this and all that. And, you know, I can build a website for you. And yeah. Okay. That ain't going to work. Bye. I spend half an hour chatting them up about their kids, their hobbies, et cetera, et cetera. You can find a common hobby with someone. It's like gold. That, that sounds awful to me. So, like, Diane, our sales lady, actually met somebody in a parking lot, um, started talking to him randomly, and sold him not just one website, five websites, and which has turned into a white-labeled deal for hundreds of websites for restaurants. So, it can be done. I can't do it, but if you... Can I, can I be worried about what shared hobby had them in a parking lot? Well... <laughs> Um, He's probably listening, so I won't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say SJ's point about, um, you know, talking to everyone. You know, I cannot tell you how many clients I have gotten from just saying, what do you do? Well, I, I do web design. Oh, really? You know, I, I need a website. Or I know a friend that needs a website. So constantly talking about that. Um, um, it is a big deal. I think one of the points that I, I think is very important when you're new and you're getting into web development and any business is to be the best at what it is that you do. So when I started, I didn't necessarily pick a niche or a niche to focus on. You know, I took any kind of client that would come in the house. And I think that, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Had I done things a little bit different, I probably would have focused on an industry and became the best in that specific industry and gone out and, you know, restaurants or, you know, exercising or whatever it is that specific industry, because that's a massive advantage as opposed to a jack of all trades. You know, um, I just think that, that I probably would have done it a little bit different. I didn't. Now I take anybody. <laughs> um, and, and sales and, and marketing and talking with people has never been something that's been difficult for me at all. If you know me in person, if you meet me, you're going to realize <laughs> that I talk to everybody. Uh, and he means everybody, that. Everybody. He talks and everybody. Yeah, yeah, everybody. The words, no exaggeration. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He says hello more times than the greeter at Walmart. <laughs> hello. hello. Really cool guy. But also, just to, just to touch on Gino's point about um, white labeling, like a lot of people are put off of the idea of white labeling sites, especially when they start because they think to themselves, I have to build a brand. And can I just say that your brand is nothing. Your brand is worthless when you start. It's literally worth zero. So forget about your brand and just try and build up a portfolio. And it might not, it doesn't have to be your portfolio because these people will hire you again. They'll pass you on to other people and they'll make referrals for you and they will keep you in a steady stream of business. When I first started, about 50% of my work, I can't take credit for, you know, and it's annoying that you can't put it in your portfolio, but it's money through the door, which helps you, you know, you know feed your kids until you start to build up that brand that doesn't exist yet. So if you're put off the idea of white labeling because you think that, you need to concentrate on your brand. Concentrate on getting money through the door until you can build that brand. Cool. Yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Anybody is anybody here in this chat doing sales funnels? Anybody at all? Yes. 
Yeah. Yes, we're 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 looking at different ways to implement it. We're we're playing with a a CRM uh, called Insightly, and uh, we've started trying to use their tools. There, we're still getting used to their tools, but uh, we're playing around with sales uh, different sales funnel processes. I'm trying to know how many people said no to the to that question. I would assume that if you had asked me how many of you I think would say yes to that, I would have said all of you. So, interesting. I have a process well, that I go through, but I don't know whether or not it's a it's a fully fleshed out sales funnel. I do this thing. I've I've done this thing called Bant, which is just essentially everybody that I talk to, I I, I run them through. Do they have the budget? Do they have the authority? Is there a need and what's the time scale? And then that will go into a list where I go, okay, so it's based on time scale. You can put it in an Excel spreadsheet. You can organize it based on when you think the time scale is going to be relevant. And then I just creep down that as the year goes on. I think, okay, so I spoke to that guy and he said he wanted a website in March. So now March is coming up. I'll start to do those calls again and start reaching out to that person. But I don't think it's as, as technically... Uh, you know, sales funnily as it could be. <laughs> it could probably yeah. be, you know, a bit of software it's in just, there. It's a sales funnel. It's just very shallow. There's everybody, and then there's the people who fit that that tiny group, and then the people who work with you. You just have a, it's very shallow. Yeah, it's like it's like a Venn diagram of people that need websites, people that don't find me repulsive, and then there's. <laughs> this, this <laughs> I've, I've never done um, I, I've gotten a lot of referral work over the years um, it's I've had my business for just over four years now uh, the first year was yeah you know I kind of had to seek out work but pretty much that was it I've gotten lucky enough to have really awesome clients and they have really awesome friends <laughs> who, who need websites and um, uh, it's been continuous and then with the Divi niche when that came in um, I just, I'm, I'm just blessed and lucky, whatever you want to call it. I don't, I don't actively seek clients. Um, knock on something um, that <laughs> one day I'll, I may have to. Um, but yeah, I mean, we don't all have to. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's one thing that that's that's. Um, well, I just lost my train of thought. That's where that's what happens when you turn 49 in a day. <laughs> you get old, and your memory goes. Dang it, it was good, too. I was going to change the sales funnel world, man. <laughs> David, I'm just a month and a half behind you. <laughs> so y'all look for that. Means we get yeah, we could celebrate it again soon. Um, I think, you know, what, what, here's what I want to tell you with, with takeaway and referrals and stuff like that. Um, somebody else go. No. <laughs> I, I, I will say this, that when it comes down to it, we had a conversation right before we went live, and a majority of us here in this group are all at a position where we're not out seeking clients anymore. Um, they're coming in. And so uh, what we've tried to do with this conversation is talk about, like, okay, what helped us get to this point? But I think I, what I'd like to say is there, you, there is hope. There is a place you, you can get to if you're patient enough and you hang in there to where they can be coming in. If you take a little bit of everything that's been said here today, the branding, the relationships, 
uh, talking to people or hiring somebody that can talk to people. All these factors working uh, sort of like white label, like David and Terry for other designers and developers or white label for other marketing people. All these little things, if you, if you kind of use a little bit of everything um, and you hang in there long enough, uh, it will come, but if you, you got to focus on the, all these different factors, there's no one way wins all, I think. Not for everybody, yeah. And this gets back to what our MC was talking about. And to add what you just said, Gino, is making sure that you produce a quality product that people like and will talk about. What David was talking about was being good at something. Well, let the fruits of your labor also help you find clients automatically along with all the rest of that stuff yeah yeah and that comes back to the the social media side of it as well we've all seen the people that are just like hey i'm available for work on the you know i've got these days free and things like that and that you can split almost any business down between tellers and showers you've got people that will tell you what they're capable of doing and then you've got people that will show you through their work right and it's, it's the people that show you that are the, the real people winning that business, you know, because they're able to go, look, this is what I've done. And you can't use being new as an excuse, oh, I don't have a portfolio, because you could be doing free work. You could be reaching out to charities or, you know, other things that you, you're interested in personally outside of your business and say, whether it's your kid's football team or, you know, something like that. And you can say, right, I'll build you a website, no charge this time. And I'm going to put a link to my to my website on the bottom of it. So everybody that goes to you now comes to me. And these things do work. You know, that's the one of the, the solid ways of getting referrals. So don't don't be a teller. Don't just tell people what you do. Show them. And then, you know, then they're going to trust what they can see with their own eyes more than what they can hear with their own ears. So build something cool and then people will come. Yeah, build it and they will come. Right. Be, be passionate about it. I, I, I'd like to add on that. You know, you build it. It might be free, but still be passionate about that project. Don't build it as if it's a free project. Build it as, as it's a passion that you're going to show off because passion does sell. And if you're passionate about your work and you're passionate when you're on the phone with the client or in your email or whatever, people love that. I got the call today. The client told my white label client said, that guy sure is passionate about this. I'm pretty <laughs> excited. And he said, that's who you want designing your web is somebody who's passionate about what he's doing. And that, that people, there's a saying in ministry, and I don't mean this like in the literal way, but when a man's on fire, in other words, he's like really passionate about what he's doing. The whole town will come to watch him burn. And I don't mean it in the sense like the guy's on fire, let's watch him burn, <laughs> but they will come because he's passionate about it and, and they get into that passion. I think that's, that's probably my main, uh, one of the main ways I kill the deal is, or not kill the deal, but make the deal is on the phone is when they hear the passion, they're pretty fired up by the end of the phone call. It's contagious. So, yeah. Gina, Gina, you mentioned one other thing about, uh, you know, takes time. I think that is a key for people coming into any business and especially in this business, you have to give yourself some time to build credibility and to build a business. I mean, we're two and a half years into our business and if we would have, quit and if we would have waited if we would have quit because we didn't have enough work we would have yeah. we just would have stopped and then what happens is you do a site you do two sites the next month three sites and then it just kind of builds so i think that that point you made of you know you 
it's almost like you have to be patient and you have to keep showing up even if you aren't getting that work you know at the rate that you want it because it kind of like compounds so it might only be one site yeah. this month next month too and then two years into it you know you have enough to you know um to sustain your business without feeling like you are you know giving away the house so that's just i think that's a really important point for new people to hear yeah yeah. Like that a lot. Yeah. And going also back to the creating great products and what Shannon just said, uh, make sure you have great posture because great posture and that enthusiasm will attract clients as well. <laughs> if you have too good a posture, you might lose some clients, but as far as I'm concerned, that's great because if they want to spend $300, then I'm just going to tell them next. But yeah. <laughs> All right. We, everybody, believe it or not, we have been uh, we've blown past our mm. half hour divot chat tonight. Uh, this is such a, 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 a hot topic. I wanted to kind of let it just go on. But I will say this. If you take away a lot of the tips that this this group has given you, this is what will happen. <laughs> can, I, can I quickly add 13 things? Go ahead. <laughs> OK, no, I really just want to add two things. The first one. Is, is to always be very generous with your time and to be kind because just being generous with your time, just taking the time to help other people online, in person, wherever it is you can, constantly be asking yourself, how, how can I help today? What can I do that will help someone else today? Because it comes back to you and you know I'm a huge believer in karma and I think you put it out there, it will come back. Right. Um, the second thing is we've talked a lot of tonight about being in positions now where we're not actively seeking work or going out and having to do the cold calling anymore, which is nice. Um, it's not just a case of not being in a position where you have to, but when you're, when you're comfortable where you are in terms of income, then you can start to look at the big fish, the people that you wouldn't dream of going after if, if there was anything riding on it because it would be a waste of time. But you can start then allowing yourself some time to say, okay, that's my that's my whale client. I'm going to, I'm going to send them an email today. I'm going to phone them next week. And you know, if I landed that, it would change my business overnight. But at least now you've got the, you're, you're comfortable with your income to focus on those, those whales. And until you get to a position where, you know, you're, you're good at selling yourself to the level that you're at now, you're not going to raise yourself up to that next level. So for me, that, that's where I am. I'm, I'm now looking at who would be my ideal client. Like Tammy was saying, it's not just a case of now when you chase work, it's not because you need it. It's because that's where you want to be. That's the person that you want to be doing work with. So, you know, take what you can get. Don't worry too much about a niche. Get as, as much work as you can coming in. Build up a reputation for yourself. Get a portfolio. Be extraordinarily kind to people. And then it will come back to you and two years down the line, you'll, you'll pinch yourself because you can't believe how well your business is doing. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, and I, do, <clears throat> I do want to add that the reason I have so much steady work or have is because of I get a lot of it through the groups because I help a lot and I put myself out there and people see that and be like, hey, she, she knew that fix. She knew that's code snippet. And so I get a lot of emails or just, you know, random private messages and be like, well, I have this problem or whatever. It almost always evolves into paid work. It might not be a lot. They might not have a big budget or whatever. But um, even a lot of little jobs, you know, they can they can add up to to a, a lot of money or enough money to pay your bills. Um, so yeah, that definitely give back, and you you'll be surprised how much it just comes back to you. 
All right. Well, I think we had some fantastic uh, <laughs> takeaways from this episode, and um, I'm not sure what Miss Leslie Bernal is going to link all in the show notes, but I'm sure there's going to be some really goodies in there as well. Uh, uh, links probably <laughs> to all these amazing people's websites so that yeah. you can go and check out their fantastic services. And, um, you know, come join us in the Facebook group. You know, Divi Chat's a, a podcast that we put on every week, and we discuss uh, WordPress topics and uh, Divi-specific topics a lot of times uh, because that's our focus. And does anybody else have any parting thoughts that they want to say? <laughs> Thanks for listening. I had to get that in there one more time. <laughs> I love that look at sound. Um, well, look, guys, I look forward to Divi Chat episode 14 next week. Thanks, everybody, for coming on, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.